All right, welcome back everybody. My name's Austin. I wanna keep you updated on the latest cryptocurrency news. Check the timestamps down below in the description. Find the news that is most significant to you. But Bitcoin just accumulated past 13,000, looking very bullish. And as certain altcoins start to follow, let's talk about Bitcoin in the US, XRP in England, and another step forward for China's CBDC digital yuan. There is now a proposed Chinese law that will outlaw all yuan pegged tokens, except of course, its own CBDC. So if you're a stablecoin in China pegged to the yuan, they want you out. They got their own government CBDC that they want you hooked on. According to its statement on Friday, the People's Bank of China is soliciting public comments for a draft, right, it's just proposed right now, of laws of the People's Republic of China on the People's Bank of China until November 23rd. Now, that's a mouthful. What does it mean? The proposed law recognizes the renminbi, the digital yuan, in both physical and digital form. So it's now official, it's legal, both physically and digitally. And the new version will essentially also clear the way for the digital yuan to be the one and only official yuan-pegged token in mainland China. This could be setting the stage for what we may eventually see in the US with their digital dollar. They might not want any other stable coins. Russia, Germany, other countries. In a direct quote, to prevent risks associated with virtual currency, any other legal entity or individuals cannot issue or sell tokens to replace the circulation of renminbi, according to Article 22, Section 3 in the document. Now, much like the US, in China, there are stablecoins. Stablecoins are a business. Even Tether has a stablecoin. The revision would take a toll on one of the biggest crypto-related businesses in China, since many Chinese investors conduct crypto-to-crypto -crypto trading with stablecoins. Tether, one of the largest crypto companies, has a yuan stablecoin. What do you think? Now, China is more authoritarian, but don't think that this is not a potential future for every other major nation of the world in the next 10 years. It very well could be. Now, nations fighting over CBDCs, incredibly bullish for Bitcoin. This will put a crypto wallet, a potential Bitcoin wallet, in the hands of every single citizen of every single nation that have governments implementing this. Altcoins, of course, will play by ear, but this CBDC, government nation war, incredibly interesting. I think. You like the video, you tell me what you think, but next piece of news, XRP-friendly London could be Ripple's new home. Like I reported the other day, still up in the air from the United States SEC, whether or not XRP is an unregistered security. Well, in an interview with CNBC Today, CEO Brad Garlinghouse said that the UK regulator, the Financial Conduct Authority, has provided Ripple with assurances that it doesn't consider XRP to be a security, a key source of contention in the home market. So instead, the UK, the FCA, is more neutral than the US. Instead, the FCA deems XRP to be a currency, he said, and with that clarity, it would be advantageous for Ripple to operate in the UK. So that could be the next step for XRP. Of course, they're also considering Japan, Singapore, and Switzerland. So another piece of the puzzle, I wanna share with you this perspective from cryptocurrency lawyer, Jake Chervinsky. He's a lawyer, but not your lawyer, but he always says, 
interesting legal perspective. Ripple was once a darling of Silicon Valley and raised tons of capital from U.S. investors. It's pretty shocking to see them consider fleeing the country now. This isn't a move any company takes lightly. I wonder what this says about the state of their relationship with the SEC. So it might be a rocky future just for their U.S. potential, at least in the short term. Again, we don't have any clarity, so we don't know. And also, what have we seen from Arthur Hayes and BitMEX? I'm not sure how moving even helps. It's not like you can do a crime in California and then fly overseas while law enforcement says, oh, well, not here anymore, not our problem. Jurisdiction is established, and the SEC has no problem going after ex-U.S. companies. Very interesting. The minute I get more information, I will make a video. I will keep you updated. Next piece of United States news. As you know, PayPal will now offer buying and selling and transferring of Bitcoin and a few other cryptocurrencies. You can't withdraw off the platform, but you can buy. Well, PayPal is now in talks to buy crypto firms, including BitGo. So they are accumulating more and more U.S. cryptocurrency companies. As you know, BitGo specializes in cryptocurrency custody, especially at an institutional level. Well, PayPal has been holding talks with BitGo, a company that helps investors store Bitcoin securely and could reach a deal within weeks. And of course, until something is officially signed, anything could happen. Representatives from both BitGo and PayPal have declined to comment thus far. And I guess PayPal just wants to be sure it can custody people's cryptocurrency safely with somebody who's done it before. BitGo was founded in 2013 in Palo Alto, California. It offers digital wallets that require multiple signatures for transactions, as well as vaults for storing Bitcoin and rival currencies. It was one of the first companies in the space to focus on institutional investors, according to its website. I like that. Also, it is a company that's fully legally compliant in New York. Very hard to do. PayPal is now also legally compliant in New York. So this is happening. Things are happening quickly. If you're asking which other companies besides BitGo for potential custody is PayPal acquiring, well, another one is Paxos Trust, which I believe is just a partnership. Sorry, acquiring was the wrong word, partnership. And this company is for transfers. BitGo is for custody. This is a platform that provides settlement assets and payment services for clients in the state of New York. So obviously PayPal is great at payment services, but they just want to make sure they do it right with cryptocurrency payment services. Very interesting. Next update on Ontology and Polkadot. And what's Ontology again? I've heard the name Ontology for a while, but what exactly do they do? Well, they're an altcoin that started in 2018, 17, I believe, and they started out as a blockchain offering decentralized ID verification. And now they're also offering decentralized storage. That is Ontology in a nutshell to clue everybody in. And now Ontology is building on Polkadot to accelerate adoption of decentralized identity solution. Check this out. We are delighted to announce that we are building on Polkadot, a sharded blockchain that seamlessly connects multiple chains together in a single network with the aim of accelerating the integration of both ecosystems and in increasing levels of trust and data sovereignty for users across the industry. So Ontology wants interoperability. And besides that, what will Polkadot do for Ontology? 
Well, Parity Technologies, one of the drivers behind the Polkadot ecosystem, will provide Ontology with technical support to integrate its decentralized identity solution, DEID, making it available on a range of other blockchains within the Polkadot network. Now, I do think this is a good move for Ontology, which is sort of losing its relevance a little bit. Obviously, working with more people brings you more relevance. And in fact, the integration of Ontology DEID is part of a wider effort for Ontology to become a parachain on Polkadot. And as you know, there is a limited amount of parachains on the Polkadot network. Dot holders have to vote you in. In fact, it's called, yes, an initial parachain offering, like an ICO, but an IPO. But instead of them keeping your coins, you're just sort of lending them or bidding them out and you get them back after the voting takes place. But Ontology plans to bid on a parachain slot and create one of Polkadot's first initial parachain offerings. Very interesting. We envision that the parachain will provide a series of credit-based services on decentralized identity and cross-chain communication. These credit services will include O-Score, as well as our newly launched credit scoring system designed to seamlessly accelerate the potential to borrow or lend based on a user's cryptocurrency transaction and asset management history. So it provides you a secure identity and also a sort of credit score for lending and borrowing on blockchains, hopefully with Polkadot, now many blockchains. I'll keep you updated. That is the video for today. If you haven't already, the full Elliot, Elio Trades interview is out best DeFi and NFT altcoins to watch. We go one hour talking about DeFi, also some clips talking about the election, talking about the top gaming altcoins. Super interesting conversation. But like always, see you tomorrow.